This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. And welcome to Watson Serie A, penultimate match day in the Italian football. And we have Derby d'Italia, we have Derby della Capitale. Juventus can get out of the Champions League. So let's analyze every single game with Danny Fisichel and with you. So leave a comment below in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And do not forget to click on the like button if you enjoy our videos. Subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. What a match day we have uh, this weekend, Danny. Only two games to go. We have Derby d'Italia, we have Derby della Capitale. A lot of things to be played them for, especially the Champions League. Absolutely. This was probably the weekend the many Italian supporters and not had circle in their calendar. Juventus Inter the game of the games, well, it's not a title uh, decider, uh, not anymore, but it could have huge implications for the future of Juventus, of European football for years to come, because, you know, Juventus could be out of the Champions League if they lose against Inter. And then, of course, Derby della Capitale, plus there is still one team to be decided that is going to go down. Let's go. Exactly. Let's start with the game on Saturday, the first game. Genoa-Atalanta, this is a very good game because despite uh, Atalanta being second right now, their uh, spot in the Champions League is not safe yet. But, Danny, we have to say that Gasperini's men are showing a lot of strength recently. They beat Benevento 2-0 after their victory 2-5 against Parma. Easy calendar for them, but be careful because their last game is against Milan and they also have to play the Coppa Italia final and the trip to Marassi to play Genoa. It's not easy. Genoa beat Bologna in the middle of the week after that defeat against Sassuolo. This is a strong team at home, actually. This was the first home defeat after 11 games. Yeah, undefeated in 13, Genoa, obviously a change of pace at home, obviously, when they were taken over by um, Ballardini. Uh, they, got, they got saved mathematically with a good win at Bologna. They celebrated hugely. It's a big achievement for them. Remember when they, where they were uh, back in December uh, before uh, the managerial uh, change. At home, they are strong, although this season they often lost against top teams. They stopped Milan with a draw, but all the other games against big teams were defeats for them and probably I think they might suffer from a little bit of a hangover from you know the salvation midweek game uh, they played a very strong side at Bologna so they can make some changes here uh, whereas Atalanta at the moment uh, you know they're flying I mean uh, Gasperini uh, is using the squad very well very good rotations he's making sure that especially uh, the the players who play up front uh, are always given uh, enough chances, enough minutes to don't make them too tired. It has been a long season for Atalanta because you know they were involved in the, uh, in the knockout stages of uh, the Champions League. Uh, they scored 12 in the last six away uh, games, and uh, you know if they win, they will secure a Champions League spot for the third year in a row because of the uh, games they have you know against the other competitors. It's all a, a complicated a calculation when there are more than three teams involved. But basically, Atalanta is in the front seat, is in the driving seat. A win and they will be in the Champions League. Um, 
I think uh, this is going to be a tight one because, as you mentioned, uh, Atalanta is going to have the game on Wednesday to think about as well. Uh, let's go for an under, considering that Bologna doesn't go uh, too much, sorry, the Genoa doesn't go gang-ho when they play at home. Under 3.5 goals, very high odds for this one, 1.92. Yeah, it's always very good to bet on under in the games for Atalanta in case there are under um, few goals because we always expect uh, many goals in the games uh, played by Gasperini's men. Then we have a relegation battle game, Spezia Torino. None of these uh, clubs are safe, but they are very close to it, especially because Benevento is uh, losing every single game. Spezia. 35 points they drew, they got one point against their neighbors. Uh, Sampdoria, after that thrashing defeat against Napoli, won four. So they are now five winless games. And what to say, Danny, about Torino? What a defeat, uh, 0 7 it, against Milan. It looked like a friendly game or just, uh, well, friendly game for, for mm -hmm. Milan, but really bad image for Torino. There was no defense there. And um, both teams with a victory will be safe, but they need that three points, those three points. Absolutely. I mean, it's very difficult to analyze a 7-0 defeat, completely unexpected, because Torino shows some good resilience and good strength in the last uh, few months, uh, but they suffered this huge defeat. And now they go to Spezia, uh, where a draw could benefit both, because they go four points above Benevento. The last game of the season is Torino Benevento, but Torino has got a game in hand. They need to go to Lazio the following week on Tuesday. So that could be, again, massive for them. Probably a point will do for both. Uh, Spezia, they were really not very precise against the Sampdoria in front of goal. They miss a lot of chances. They scored two with Pobega, but then uh, Sampdoria equalized in the later stages of the game. I think between the two teams, Spezia is the one that is trembling the most. Uh, they got a bit of fear of winning. And, you know, sometimes the fear of winning uh, in, in this kind type of games it can produce a nil-nil, as we saw uh, Cagliari-Fiorentina, for example. Both needed a point, Cagliari more than Fiorentina, nil-nil, very unspectacular game. It is something that could happen here as well, also because, as we said, Torino has got a game in hand, so they don't really need to win uh, this one. Uh, it's very difficult to pick uh, you know, an outright market winner. I'm going to go for a very cautious one on this one. Under one goal in the first half, that pays 208. So if the first half ends 1 0 or 0 1, you get your stake back. If it ends 0 0, you win 2.0. All right, if someone wants to back the draw, odds 3.5 because Torino is favorite here, actually, with odds 2.36 for Spezia, 3.6, as you said. Spezia is a bit nervous in the recent weeks. Then the game of the games, Danny. Derby d'Italia, we were thinking, as you said, that this would be a Scudetto decisive game, but not. Inter won the Scudetto a couple of weeks ago. Since then, two easy victories at home. They thrust uh, Sampdoria 5-1. They beat easily Roma 3-1 in the middle of the week. Whereas Juve, they are trembling again against uh, Sassuolo. The first 20 minutes were awful. Bonucci gave a penalty. Buffon had to save it. They also conceded a goal, but they came back and they are still in the race for the Champions League. Will Inter kick out Juventus out of the top four spots? 
that's what all Inter supporters want at the moment. And you know, the game uh, in reality for Inter, uh, it's just all about pride and about history and making sure that their biggest rival is not in the Champions League next year and as a result doesn't get uh, the money from the TV rights and the revenues. So obviously it would be a killer blow for the hopes of rebuilding Juventus, which, you know, by the way, still remains a force and a strong team, but it needs adjustment. It's more difficult to do it if you're not competing in the Champions League. Six points gap between these two. Uh, and this uh, uh, highlights the work that Conte has done over the last year to uh, go above the nine-time champions, who obviously had a very disappointing season, but let's not underestimate what Inter has done. And they're going to go Inter with the best 11 to Turin because uh, Conte has made a lot of rotations in the last few games, has played uh, players that haven't played much, like uh, Vecino, D'Ambrosio, Ranocchi, etc. But this, we're going to see the Inter, the 3 5 2 formation that we all know uh, by uh, memory right now. Uh, Juventus, they won as a swallow thanks to the experience of the men because, you know, Ronaldo. Dybala, Bonucci, Buffon, they got a grip on the game and said, guy, let's do it. But it wasn't pretty. It wasn't, it wasn't nice to watch. They did suffer a lot, especially on the counter-attack. They do struggle with teams that go a lot of pace. Um, I think um, although Juventus has a good home record, you know, they are still the best home defense with 16 conceded. Uh, they haven't kept a clean sheet at home in the last five. And that shows you how much they struggle to put a foothold on the game sometimes control the ball, slow down the tempo of the game, they don't seem to be able uh, to do it. They either attack, attack, attack and let themselves exposed or they get overrun in uh, midfield. Um, it's going to be another tight game, I think. I don't think we're going to see Inter going for it massively because, I've, let's face it, they don't need to win. Uh, also, draw would do for Inter in terms of stopping Juventus. Juventus instead they are desperate to win. Uh, I'm expecting a similar game that we saw at San Siro uh, in the reverse fixture. So let's go for an under 2.5 goals, 2.34. Juventus are favorite for this game, odds 2.35. And Danny, this is a huge game. It's the most important game in uh, Serie A. And in Oddspedia, we have a page, by the way, about bonus, so the uh, viewers can check all the special offers that the bookies have for these kind of games and hand shots or other special offers like bonus is a good opportunity this Juventus Inter to check them out and also for sure Il Derby della Capitale one of the hottest derbies in Europe sadly this uh, match there not there is not Many things in play. The Lazio, they will qualify for the Europa League. Roma, probably they will go to the Conference Cup, but this is still to be decided because they keep uh, losing. Uh, they, the image, I think, against Inter was so poor also. A lot of defensive uh, mistakes uh, costing them many goals, at least at home. They are a good team. Remember, they are in Champions League spots if we take in consideration only the home games they lost against Lazio in the reverse fixture and Lazio, as you predicted, Dani, suffered a lot to beat Parma. That was a very good tip that you gave us. Uh, finally, Chiri Mobile scored that uh, late goal to give the victory to Inzaghi's men. 
Both teams are not in a great form. Lazio, as I imagine, struggle against Parma because they missed Milinkovic-Savic and Leiva. And we know when they do miss uh, those important players in midfield, they struggle to create chances. And also in the previous game at Florence, in Firenze, uh, they didn't do much to deserve to win. In fact, they lost 2-0. Uh, so, yeah, they kept Leiva back from suspension for this game. Uh, it is true that Lazio set a record of wins at home at the Olympico. They won 12 consecutive games. So if we consider also the derby they won against Roma in the reverse fix, so that makes it 13. So it's actually, no, because they were playing at home. So it's 12, 12 consecutive games. This time they play away. But again, it's almost like a home game because yeah. you know, there are no spectators after all. So that could be taken into account. Uh, but, you know, they got a little, little chance still to qualify for the Champions League because they got a game in hand. But results have to go their way massively. They are set for Europa League, which I think is a good result for Lazio being in Europe for, for the fourth or fifth consecutive season for a team that hasn't got a huge budget as well. Uh, Roma against Inter, they pay mistakes due to lack of experience. A lot of young players in the pitch, players who don't play much like Santon. Uh, you can tell they were disjointed side. In the second half, they came out a little bit better, hit the post with Dzeko, but you know, Inter was always going to win that one. I think it was kind of set uh, from the beginning. They lost four of the last six Roma, uh, conceding nine goals in six games. The defense is leaking a lot of goals, but we also have to say that uh, Roma, deep down, they have a strong pride. And it showed, for example, in the game against Manchester United when they won 3-2 and they gave the Red Devils a good game despite having lost heavily in England. And I think uh, this is a game that, uh, I mean, it's all, it's all about the pride. I don't think it's, it can save Roma's season, although they can still qualify for the Conference League. But it can show the new manager coming, Mourinho, who are the players he can count on, who are the players he should be getting rid of. So I think the Mourinho effect can trickle down the Roma camp a bit and produce a decent display. I'm going to go for an Asian handicap zero for Roma, 235, because Lazio is favorite. But let's go for this Asian handicap zero. So if they draw, you get your money back. The value here also for Roma, then for the Yellow Rossi, then on Sunday. We have a very interesting game in the Artemio Franchi, Fiorentina, Napoli. Fiorentina, as you said before, Danny, they are draw against Cagliari. Maybe it was a good idea, actually, for Pratev uh, before these uh, two last games, whereas Napoli, they are showing a lot of firepower. They beat Fezia 1-4, and the run is amazing. In the last nine Serie A games, eight victories, one draw. Yeah, and Napoli are in a massive run. They score a lot of goals as well. Second best uh, attack of the league with 83 goals scored. Remember, the reverse fixtures was a 6 0 uh, for uh, Napoli back in uh, December. And uh, Fiorentina, they have improved recently uh, their home form with a draw and a win. They are also saved. And uh, they managed to get what they wanted from uh, Cagliari a decent uh, nil nil, you know. With with no many chances conceded, no many chances created. They're going to be in Serie A for next season and they can start uh, rebuilding. Let's see how many of their jewels they keep, especially if they keep Dusan Vlaovic to score 21 goal and probably this could be also the last season in Serie A for Frank uh, Ribery. Uh, so I think Napoli obviously has got much more motivation because they are 
one point ahead Juventus. They need to win this one. Uh, I mean, they got the advantage. They will play after Juventus, so they will know the results of Turin. The next game for Napoli is a home to Verona, which probably is an easy win because Verona have given up uh, playing from the last five or six games. Uh, Napoli will have some nightmare about the trip in Florence because in 2018, a defeat here for 3-0 in the latest stage of the championship cost the, the chance to challenge Juventus for uh, the Serie A title. So I make sure, they want to make sure they don't make the same mistake twice. I see them very informed, Napoli. I, feel, I, see, I see them stepping up uh, now to the challenge a lot. And, you know, they've done a, they are in a very good run, almost as good as Inter in the last uh, few months. Let's go for scoring both fouls, which have done it, which they have done it uh, time and time again recently. So Napoli to scoring both fouls, two first. Mm, then the game of the games for the relegation battle, Benevento Crotone, because Benevento need the victory. Their last game was another defeat against Atalanta. Now four straight defeats, uh, four points from Salvation. Their last game, you mentioned it before, it's against Torino, so they must win against uh, Crotone, that they are already in Serie B, but they showed some pride and they beat Verona in the last game. Yeah, uh, this is a must win, obviously, for uh, Benevento uh, to replace the, the other team that went up with them last year in Serie B. And, you know, it shows that um, there is a gulf in class between Serie A and Serie B. These two teams were dominating in Serie B, scoring a lot of goals, conceding few. They come to Serie A. It's not because of they have lack of quality in all departments, but as soon as you have three or four players that are not up to the standards of Serie A, you end up suffering. And the problem with these two teams is at the back. Uh, they, are, they haven't got the strength and also they haven't got the depth to cover uh, at the back. So they get often uh, beaten. Uh, but you know, sometimes it's a question of a few centimeters that makes the difference between Serie A and Serie B. But if you get to the ball first or second, is a, is a hell of a lot of a difference in a much more uh, competitive and higher quality Liga Serie A. But that goes without saying. For Benevento, uh, a victory is a must, but the problem is that at home they've been dreadful. The last home win was uh, back in, this, in December. And if we look at the numbers, they got the second worst home attack and the worst home defense with 38 goals uh, conceded. Uh, they play a Crotone team that yesterday set up a record. They conceded 91 goals in Serie A. Uh, that's the highest tally since 1934. The team was uh, Casale. I mean, if you are uh, interested in history, you can go and look it up. Uh, but, you know, a lot of goals conceded, but they won against Verona, despite all of that. We said uh, Crotone can go out with a bang. Now they are penultimate in the in the league so you know again they show that up front they got enough quality the problems are obviously at the back uh, so you can expect a lot of goals i think they're gonna be on over uh, 2.5 goals because you know these teams concede a lot and benevento need to go for it and with cagliari they showed it at home they almost scored two because they had a, a questionable penalty uh, ruled out at the end i think it was a penalty could have been a to do for uh, benevento but because the home side needs to win they're desperate i go for a half time full time home home so benevento to win the first half and to also be winning at the second half, 230. Then uh, our next game is very difficult to predict. In my opinion, Udinese Sandoria, both teams are safe, but Udinese is not informed for sure. They show it at the Diego Armando Maradona. 
losing 5-1, Sampdoria drew against Spezia after that defeat against Inter 5-1, Dani. Probably the value is on Sampdoria because Udinese is favorite actually and they are worse in the last weeks than Ranieri's men. Absolutely, both teams have got nothing to play for, but Sampdoria could finish the league ninth. And I think that would be amazing compared to where they were last season when Ranieri took over, they were on the verge of relegation. Udinese's home game normally are low scoring. They don't score enough at home, but they don't concede many either. So I checked the last nine home games for Udinese. Only one was over 2.5 goals. And normally Sampdoria score very few goals away from home. They're quite timid. They only play with one striker. They only score four in the last five trips. So Udinese, you know, doesn't consider as a score many at home. Sampdoria away from home are normally toothless. You can see where I'm going with this one. Under 2.5 goals, 190. Then our last, uh, our next game, Parma Sassuolo the Ennio Tardini. Now Parma is the worst team in Serie A. Another defeat and another defeat, Danny. In the last minutes of the game, this has been a constant thing in Parma's uh, season. And now they face a team like Sassuolo that they have something to play for. They can still qualify for the Conference Cup, although their next rival is also a tough one. They face Lazio in the final day. And away from home, last three games, three victories. Yeah, uh, I think if we start with Parma, look, I'm, I'm not sure. I, I, I don't, I don't put uh, the hand on the fire on this one. But I think if the league would have finished, if all the games would have finished at the 80th minute instead of 90, I think Parma would be saved because this season they conceded so many goals in the last minutes of the game. At least they lost 10, 15 points for sure. But this is, shows you that is a young team that lacks experience, that is making experience, um, you know, and these things happen. So next year in Serie B, it will be a learning curve for them and they're probably going to bounce back in Serie A and be more prepared. Because some of the signings they made in January were good, were positive. Uh, Mihala, Man, Zirzi. Unfortunately, three, two out of three of these are injured. They got a very long injury list anyway. So they are struggling with uh, personnel there. You know, they only score 15 goals at home. So the home advantage was non-existent for them. Perhaps they suffered again uh, from the lack of uh, spectators more than others. Lost five of the last six at home, conceded 16. So whereas Sassuolo, they were unlucky, I think, against Juventus. They could have deserved a little bit more. And they still think they can catch Roma to qualify on the Conference League. Whereas for Roma, probably playing in the Conference League, it's not really important. For Sassuolo, it could be really important. Second time for them in Europe after uh, playing in the Europa League a few years ago. Despite, I think, some of the players will probably leave. Uh, look out for Raspadori. I think he's going to be in the squad for the Euro because now the squads have got 26 players. I think he's going to be, uh, you know, the novelty in the squad. He's been scoring quite a lot uh, recently. So for Sassuolo, this is a must win because the next one is Lazio at home. Then in the last game, Roma goes to Spezia. They can still catch them, but they need to finish one point above because of the fixtures, the goal score in, the, in, in, in two fixtures. I'm going to go for an Asian handicap of minus one for Sassuolo, which pays, I think, quite a lot, 1.93. And then we go to San Siro, Milan Cagliari. Danny, what is going on with Pioli's men? Seven to Torino, three to Juve. They still need, uh, for sure, 
to win after that uh, final game against uh, Atalanta. But they are very close to get into the Champions League next year. And I'm very surprised with Teo Hernandez, a player that I hate, I have to say, when he was playing for Real Madrid. <laughs> and now he's showing an amazing level with Milan. Now they face Cagliari, a team that they are undefeated in the last five. They are so close to get salvation. And they were this close also to go to Serie B after that uh, game against Parma. But it's amazing their comeback. Absolutely, they show the quality they always had. They only need to have the right manager to put them with the right system and, you know, things flourished. Miss Milan, amazing week in Turin, 10 goals scored, zero conceded. It never happened in the history of uh, Milan in two away uh, trips to Turin, back to back, such an important games. However, Milan, which are amazing on the run when they go when they go away, they struggle at home, especially against teams that pack the midfield, they don't concede spaces, they come there to defend, and that's exactly what Cagliari are going to do. Remember, Milan in the home table this season are seven. It's only, only 20 points behind Inter, and in 2021, they only conceded, uh, they only kept two clean sheets at home against Crotone and Benevento. So, you know, against small teams that probably both are going to go uh, to Serie B. So, Milan could struggle with this one, I think, uh, because they're not going to find a team that's going to lead them a lot of spaces to attack. So, they need to be creative and sometimes uh, they do uh, struggle in, in that side as well. Although, as you mentioned, you know, Fernandez is in great form, Ibrahim Diaz is playing very well, uh, Revic scored a hat-trick against Torino. So, you know, uh, they, they they are in form. Uh, Cagliari unbeaten in the last three away games. They only need one point to be saved. And I think uh, this is exactly what they're going to try and do. Go there, uh, be compact, do exactly what they did against Fiorentina. Don't take many risks. Uh, play for the draw. Could they manage it? I don't know. But that's why I'm going for an Asian handicap. One pl plus 1.25 for Cagliari. So let's explain it. If Milan wins 1-0, you win the stake because obviously Cagliari would have won by 0.25 goals, which in football don't exist, but in betting world do. If uh, there is a draw, obviously you win. If Cagliari wins, yeah, you won anyway. So you are a bit safe with that. If Milan wins by two goals, well, tough luck, you've lost your stake, but this is a 1.94 uh, return, potential return for a potential tight game. Why not? We love Asian handicaps. It's a very good market when we are betting, for sure. And the last game, oof, this one, I would stay away from the betting perspective. Verona, Bologna, two teams that are completely gone. They are in the middle of the table. They are safe. No problems for them. Verona, eight winless games for them. Bologna, five winless games. Maybe the draw here could be the most likely outcome, Danny. Well, that's the, in, the the thrilling game for the battle of the 10th place. I mean, what a great uh, spot for Italian football. And then, you know, Verona always tend to play the last game on a, on, on a, on a, on a Monday or on a, on a Thursday. Then you think, you, you wonder why people are not watching it anyway around the world. But that's, that's for that's for another day. Uh, Verona, I mean, been uh, amazingly bad in the last few games. Also, the manager Yuri said after the defeat at Crotone, they were basically not there to week switched off. They're basically playing with the flip flops, you know, when you go <laughs> when you go to, to the beach. They probably, you know, it's just very relaxed. Uh, but 
you know, the home form, as you said, is, is, is dreadful, no clean sheets in the last 14. Uh, Bologna beaten by Genoa, who had more motivation uh, than the Mihailovic teams, because obviously they need to achieve salvation. Bologna were decent at Udine once the Mihailovic made the attacking changes and they managed to get a draw, but they only won one of the last seven away games. Uh, look, I think the Verona we saw recently is too bad to be true, and this is the last home game. Uh, as you say, it's a tough one, so I'll probably stay away from a from a bet. If but if you really want to bet and have a bit of an excitement on a Monday night, Verona to win two fifty six. Okay, Rani. Then we have uh, tips for all these ten games. Let's uh, listen to Yoraka. Okay, last act has not been as good as before, so hopefully this is the penalty one. Penultimate one, let's see what we can do. Spezia and Torino, both to score. Same for Juventus Inter, both to score. Napoli to win in Florence. Benevento to win the first half against Crotone. And Sassuolo to score in the first half and in the second half at Parma. The total odds is 18.60. Perfect, Danny. Cool. Then let's uh, see each other next week. We have the final day. We have Coppa Italia final. So a lot of excitement yet in the Serie A. Thank Great you. stuff. See you later. Bye bye. We have now all the tips to bet in this uh, Serie. Let me know what you think about Danny's tips here below in the comment section. And you will also have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And do not forget to click on the like button. If you enjoy our videos, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And of course, we also have a podcast for you if you prefer to listen to us in our podcast. Let's see each other next week, last match day in this amazing Serie A.